Ladies and gentlemen, young and old, boys and girls, wherever you may be listening or however you may be, this is Minister to Quamic Knight, and welcome back to another podcast, 412. The purpose behind this podcast program is to help teens, young adults, and even adults understand the principles and the truth of the Word of God, and we help them apply biblical principles. But I hope every single one of you is having a great day week and hopefully everything get ready to look forward to ash wednesday as well which is coming up here in a couple weeks as we prepare to enter into lent season now we are going to do a different topic in a different series than what we did last week and last month and so we are going to do a series entitled straight talk and what i mean is by straight talk is that we are going to answer some of the questions that many of our youth and young adults have many questions about and we are going to use the bible to apply its truths and principles to their everyday life so we are going to examine them one by one and also as well if you have any questions or concerns you want to have addressed in this podcast program and if you all are following me here on the wisdom app you can always send me a message and i will be glad to answer any question you may have in regards to different questions needs to be addressed now one of the biggest questions that i want to talk to you all for a few moments is the concept of what does the bible say about talking to the opposite sex if you are in middle school, uh, 6th through 8th, or in high school, ninth through 12th, you probably get asked this question all the time. And you probably wonder, okay, I usually hang out with my guy friends. If you're guys or girls, as you always say, I like to hang out with my lady friends. Now, there will be times in your life in which you will have to work alongside with the opposite sex in a classroom or work together on a certain project. And there'll be times in which you might cross paths with one another. But certain times in our lives, we often wonder, if I cross paths with a person of the opposite sex, how do I address that? How do I talk to them? How do I say the right things without getting in trouble? Well, the Bible tells us very clearly in Colossians chapter 4, beginning in verse number 6. It says this, let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone now when it comes to that concept many times people have often wondered well how do i address that person how do i communicate with the opposite sex now you have to remember young people there are times in your life in which you will work together with the opposite sex whether on a class project or whatever the case may be and there will be times in which that awkwardness might come in so what do you do in that time frame you got to learn to have confidence and just be open about it. You have to be open about it. You may get nervous at times introducing yourself when you encounter the opposite. But when you get that nervousness feeling, ask God. Ask his Holy Spirit saying, God, I need you to help me. Help me choose the right words so I don't say nothing that might get me in trouble. Now, you may get nervous, but over a period of time... The more you conversate, the more you talk with that person, the more you will get a chance to know the person and see all the different interests and also the different similarities and features you all might have. And also as well, when it comes to talking to the opposite sex, always remember 
Always stay focused on the task that you're given. But there's nothing wrong with having fun. There's always a time for laughter, for joking around and so much more. And also as well, pay a close attention to all the things around you. In other words, pay close attention to your surroundings. Now, many times the reason why people have trouble talking to the opposite sex is that they may not have a common interest. There will be times in which they might push others away. I want to advise you as a Christian, as a body of Christ's believer, don't push people away that don't have a common interest. Try to get to know them. See what kind of likes or dislikes you all have and some similarities. Now, it may take time for you to learn how to talk to the opposite sex, but I want to advise you, beware of the pitfall, such as don't be like others. Don't be aggressive. Don't dress like others. Just always be you, and people will love you for that. In regards to that, always remember, be nice, and also be nice, and remember, laughter is always good. And also, during that time frame, invite God into your conversations. If a person that you are talking to who does not know God, give them an opportunity to know about God. Give the opportunity to tell your story, your testimony, in regards to how you found the Lord, how you became a believer, and how you came to put your faith and trust in Him. And always remember as well, ask God for guidance and help when it comes to talking to the opposite sex. Now, in the passage we have read, it was read out of the book of Colossians. And let me read that to you again. Now, Paul was writing to the church at Colossae, which was engaged in mysticism, the worship of angels, and also false doctrine. And people were slandering the person and character of Jesus Christ. So Paul would write to this church in Colossae. And he would remind them to take a stand for the truth of the word of God, the truth of God, and the principles of Almighty God. Now, when you look at the emphasis of Colossians, many times you'll discover Paul would defend the person and character of Christ on numerous occasions. But in chapter 4 of Colossians, Paul would conclude the letter to the church at Colossae, and he would give uh, final instructions and greetings in which he would tell uh, Timothy how to behave as a minister. He would tell also Colossae, the church members, now that you're a believer, here's how you live out your Christian life. Here's how you live out your life in the faith. And again, he says in Colossians 4, 6, isn't attractive so that you will have the right response for everybody. Now, in the in the New American Standard Bible, it says, let your speech always be with grace as though seasoned with salt so you will know how you should respond to each person. In the New King James Version, it says, let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. In other words, our speech should be tempered so as never to be corrupt or obscene. So in other words, your conversations, even with the opposite sex, even in school or in church or even at work, always know that it cannot be words full of corruptness or obscenity or profanity. Even if you're joking around, even if you didn't meant what you said, you don't know how a person might take it. So always be aware of the kind of words and actions you would say to people. Trust me, been there, done that. There have been times I made some 
inappropriate jokes or comments with the opposite sex that I thought wasn't going to have no consequences, but in the end, he did. So that's why I always remember, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you when it comes to asking for advice on how to talk to the opposite sex. You see, the words of God's people should be tasteful and appropriate, useful for helping others and building them up. So in other words, encourage them. Don't knock them down, but build them up. And another emphasis, just as we like to be respected, we must respect others. So we want them to listen what we have to say. So be gracious in what you say, even when witnessing. And then Paul would use that same emphasis again, but in a different concept in Ephesians 5.4. He says, obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. In other words, improper language should have no place in the Christian's conversation because it does not reflect God's gracious presence in us. And also, obscene stories and coarse jokes are so common that we begin to take them for granted. And even in James chapter 3, uh, Jesus' brother James would tell the church and he would remind Okay, well, my words aren't going to hurt nobody. There's no consequences behind it. And that's not the case. There are consequences with your words. So when it comes to your words, what you say and what you don't say are both important. So you need to ask yourself, is what I want to say true? Is it going to be necessary or is it going to be kind and thoughtful? Now, we dare not be careless with what we say, thinking we can apologize later, because even if we do, the scars remain. Words are like fire. You can neither control nor reverse the damage they can do. So I want to encourage every single one of you young people, use proper speech that you must not only say the right words at the right time, but also not say what you shouldn't. In other words, you may have heard the slogan, I don't want to say something that I want to regret. And that's a true statement. So when you're walking in the hallways at school, when you're joking around, with others, even if you hear one of your friends crack a joke on a certain girl and use obscene profanity, don't go along with it, but stand up and say, hey, man, you're just being a jerk right now. Don't don't use that. Be more respectful. Even if you see your friends cracking jokes on somebody else, don't go for it. But think and ask yourself, is it going to be worth it? Will it profit anything? Well, I hope and pray that this talk has been a blessing to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Minister Duquan McKnight saying I love you all in the Lord. God bless you. We'll see you in the Lord next time.